All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, November 10th of 2023 here. It is our last show of the week. For those of you guys who tune in regularly, know that we do this show Monday through Friday, typically at 2 p.m. Eastern. Did have to move the show back an hour here, so I appreciate you guys uh, sticking with me while I make that small change here. But for the show today, uh, if you guys aren't, if you guys are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get joined up, want to get access to that channel as well as our other channels, there is a link in the description below. You get access to our similar individual sport channels, release notes channels, even bugs are, uh, bugs and updates are uh, sent to the app here. So we actually had a really big update just yesterday around late swap. We're going to be talking about that today. I know a lot of people were asking questions about it in the discord. So I made sure that I had an entry into the month, into the Thursday to Monday NFL slate. That way we could sit here and late swap and talk about it. So really looking forward to today's show, everybody, before we get started, do want to remind you guys, if you guys aren't signed up for our weekly max challenge, there is still time to sign up. Uh, this The page to sign up is in the description of this video. We do a max challenge for DraftKings, and we also do one for Owner's Box. Both pages are in the description. All you got to do, fill out our short form with this green enter the challenge button, read the eligibility requirements, and you will be all set to take advantage of our weekly prizes as well as season-long prizes here. So get signed up and get in on the action but with that said gonna get saber sim pulled up here and um I, I know there are a lot of questions about about lead swap so i i do just kind of want to like i'm not going to sit here and, and read you know every single late swap question because i think they're all really going to be the same so what i would like to do is start with the late swap demo and then go through the questions and then see if i if there are questions or or pieces of questions that I didn't answer and then kind of come back here. So I'm going to start by just doing this and then we will kind of go from there. So first things first here, I entered the Thursday to Monday. I have my uh, original build here. I called it original. This is the lineup I played. I just locked it to make sure I got it here. So way I can check just to verify, right? If I go to contest tab, I have my one contest here. If I go to lineups, I'm going to see that this is the same lineup, the Purdy, the Chargers, all that good stuff, right? So this is my late swap lineup. So the changes with late swap are a couple things. But if I use the right-click option and I click late swap, you're going to get this window. It's going to ask you to say, hey, what contest do you want to late swap? So before what would happen is you would have to – the what the builder was doing was looking at the save to my contest – seeing what lineups were checked and then doing it. It wasn't asking you to verify or it wasn't telling you like, Hey, make sure you, you know which ones you're doing. Right. So now when you do this, it's going to tell you like, Hey, you know, very specifically tell us which contest you want to late swap. So I think that is very, very helpful. So when I click clone late swap with one contest, I'm going to get my new pop-up. It's going to identify how many unique lineups I have. I can select my swaps per lineup. Uh, you notice that my two projection adjustments carried over here. So all of that is good, okay? So the big changes here come after the build runs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick off this build. And then my late swap is going to, it's going to rebuild that original lineup 10 times here. And then we're going to see what it returns on the other side. So let's just wait for this build to finish here. And then we will continue. But yeah, I think I think this is uh 
a really exciting update, guys. We're trying to just make things more transparent for you. So, so you'll notice one thing here. This looks like normal. Okay. So if you if you use the compact mode, that's when it's going to change. Okay. So if you're using compact mode, you're going to see this differently. And what is happening here is that in this modal, we are showing you, hey, what lineups are within which contest. So it's showing me the contest that I have here. So I can close this contest. If I had more contests, I could click the drop down for those and see the lineups within those contests. So contest by contest. And then what I'm seeing here is that this is the original lineup. So it's telling me, hey, I have a lineup here with Brock Purdy, Edwards, Pollard, Myers, Moore, Ridley, Hill, Dell, and Chargers. That is my original. These are all the different iterations of the lineup that came up in the late swap. So when we rebuilt it out, these are our 10 different options here. So it makes it easier to go through here and look at them quickly and then decide, okay, you know, I'm playing this, uh, I don't know, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, this sixth iteration of the lineup. Maybe I don't like that version. Maybe there is a version that I like more here. And I would rather, and I can't get this scroll bar to work. But maybe, maybe you like a different version. So you could easily lock that in and then use that new version, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go back here just because this wasn't working perfect. So I just did a hard refresh, see if that'll fix my scroll bar. Okay, so so the scroll bar is not working right now. So I'm gonna make a note here. So scroll bar in late swap, not moving. Gonna make a note there. What you can do instead, edit the columns, get rid of all these col columns you don't care about. So. Maybe you're using contest sim, so you don't really care about all the saber scores, right? You don't care about the percentiles. You just want to see, uh, actually, I don't even have a contest sim run, but that would be one way to do it, right? Just adjust the columns so that, that way you can see what you want to see here. So maybe I am sorting, you know what? Let me just put one saber score here. So maybe it's a large slate 10 to 50K. So I know that that's the only one that I'm going to want to use here. So let me get rid of all this other stuff. And then now I have my large slate Sabre score. Okay. So maybe I want to sort by Sabre score. And then what I can do here is I can just see, which I don't know why it picks a different one here. Like I would think that depending on what I sort by, it would select that. So I'll ask you about that as well. But basically you can just come in here and quickly pick. You can still edit these. You could trash some, but if I wanted this other one to go, okay, hey, I'm just going to go lock this guy in, okay? And then we would go from there. So I don't know if I have any min or max exposures causing me to get, oh, you know what? I think I do. I think that's what's happening. So this is probably meeting some min and max exposure that I set when I was trying to get to this version of the lineup here. So if I go to my players tab, ah, see, I, I set a bunch of, minimax exposures earlier i think i was testing something so this is why it's going down to that one because i've set exposures like i have josh allen at 50 percent. well i only have one lineup so i i can't play any of these josh allen lineups above this one right so that's why it's going down that makes a lot more sense to me now so nothing going wrong in that regard here so that all looks good but yeah i mean 
guys, I mean, basically that that's what you're doing here, right? So you can do a lineup drop down, you can do a contest drop down, and then you can make it easier to see, hey, how are my lineups changing here? So uh, really, and then from there, you know, you just select the one you want, you click save to my contests, it's going to come here, method late swap, you don't have to do anything there, click save to contest, and then you download it. And then once you download it, if you have open DFS site on download up, then it will just open up the site and then you should be all good. But I can just come in here, turn that off, click save, download, boom, that goes to my downloads right here. And then I can just go and upload that to the site. So uh, that that is really it. These are the big changes here, giving you guys more information about the swap options, the original lineup, and the lineups within the contest. So hope that guy makes sense to you guys. If you guys don't like that view, just go back to view detailed lineups here, which is the normal option, which is what you guys are probably more familiar with. And then you're all set, right? You go from there. But happy to answer any questions about that. So let's jump into the questions that came in in the Office Hours channel. And we will talk through them here. And then if you guys have any questions about anything I covered, let me know. First question from Timmy. Said, how would I create a rule for showdown to pair a quarterback at captain with at least one wide receiver or tight end from the opposing team? So to do this, you're going to have to do a manual rule here. So let's just go back. Actually, let's just go forward. We'll go to Sunday. And then we will go, looks like Indy and Patriots are playing in London, probably, or Germany, maybe. So this is an early showdown. So what I would do here is the, the problem with the positions is that DraftKings treats players as captains or flexes. They do not treat them as quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs for this format. So what you have to do is you have to do a group rule, manual, if at least one. So I'm going to say if a quarterback captain, so we'll say Mac Jones, then use at least one wide receiver or tight end from the other team. I can still use filters. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to filter for Indy I'm going to right click on position and then I'm just going to click on tight end and wide receivers just so I can quickly, you know, kind of filter these guys out. And then I'm going to put all these guys in, put them all in the rule. Make sure you reselect all the positions, unfilter indie, and then save that rule. And then you can go and create the same exact rule for the opposite end of the team here. So that is what I would do. And I actually, I messed this up. So don't mess this up. I clicked Mac Jones captain. I clicked all the Colts captains. So make sure you switch over to flex before doing that or else the rule will break. So make sure that you're putting the right version of the player in. So Mac Jones captain is different from Mac Jones flex. It's the same goes for all the players here, but that is essentially how you write that rule. All right. Um, so, so this is a little different of a late swap question, but I'm happy to hear, happy to answer this one. So it says, in regards to late swap, maybe you could include what to do with lineups that are behind. For instance, if you play two 10% owned players and they scored one and three points respectively, does Saberson know this lineup is behind? Great question here. And the answer is that Saberson will understand in the contest sim. So if you're using contest sims, which... It looks like the great one is, it looks like Bill's nut is uh, who were the two who, who had this question is. So remember, as the night goes on, we are using the live projections for your late swaps, for your live contest sims. And what we're doing is 
Saberson understands at that point, hey, this lineup is not doing good. So at that point, what Saberson is trying to do is give you the best lineup that returns the highest ROI and the highest ROI version of that lineup that is doing bad is a lineup that cashes often. So what, what's going to happen is that you're going to get a version of that lineup where Sabersim is basically essentially maximizing cash rate to get you some type of ROI since the lineup is doing bad. So it's not going to optimize for win equity because it really doesn't have a ton of win equity at that point, but it's still, if you're using risk adjusted ROI or regular ROI, it's still going to find a way to get to a positive ROI or a very, or minimize the negative ROI. And the way it's going to do that is by trying to maximize cash rate efficiency. So Sabersim does understand how to do that since it knows how players have scored to that point in the slate. But really good question. All right. Uh, you know what? I did answer this one, but I do want to cover this one here. And Guybel Gamble said, hey, Andrew, I'm back like baked snacks for the rest of the NFL season. Welcome back, man. Can you cover off contest selection for low stakes, 50 to 100 per week between FanDuel and DK? What site would you recommend for low stakes GPPs? And what have I missed in NFL meta to this point in the season? Thanks. So where I sent him was our how to beat N NFL in 2023 playlist here. It's on the YouTube channel under playlist. You go to how to beat NFL DFS in 2023. Start off with these videos in the in the in the way that they're shown here. So, like basically, my point is watch this the seven keys to double your NFL DFS ROI in 2023, the DFS profit plan video first, and then go from there. So this video talks about contest selection. Jordan spends time going through the lobby and showing you guys what contest he's entering, how he's thinking about spreading out his uh, single entries and three maxes versus 20 max and 150 maxes and gives you guys a solid demo. So if you guys haven't watched this, check it out. If you guys have watched it but have been struggling in the NFL season, I would recommend watching it again. So I'm going to link it here in the chat for easy access. All right. The piano teacher said, when practice practicing building for past slates, the live sims slash ownership and NFL and NBA obviously will spit out false positives. If we turn those off, will that automatically use pre-lock fields and sims just looking for the best way to recreate what I would have been working with before the slate kicked off? Okay, so if you're doing like some type of back testing, right? What I would suggest, and we could probably do this for like NBA. I go to like NBA. I'm sure I built lineups yesterday for NBA. I hope I did. Okay, great. So what you're going to see here is you're going to see two columns. You're going to see SS projection and you're going to see SS live. What I would do is go into your contest sims that you're running, turn these toggles off, and then make sure that your field lineups is not the live version. So you're going to see SaberSim live ownership. Like if it, cause it switches automatically, right? If you run live contest sims, come in here and make sure your field lineups are on the original here and then turn off the use live sims if available. And then all I would do is make sure you come into my proj and then make sure it's on Saber sim and not on Saber sim live. So you're going to have to double check a couple things, right? Turn those toggles off. Make sure you're on the, the original version of field lineups Make sure your my projection is on Saber Sim and not Saber Sim Live, and then you will get back to that pre-slate 
uh, format before any of the live data was used. All right, good question. All right, next question here. Says, hey, Andrew, during the NFL Thursday to Monday lead swap demo today, would you be able to show how someone could upload new custom projections for the games on Sunday while still using the SS projections for the game that already completed last night? Yes. So so basically what's going to happen, well, you can do this like one of two ways, right? So let's say that, you know, we go back to NFL, go back to my slates. So let's say you come here, right? Let's say that you upload custom projections. I, I would just do one of two things to make it easy. What I would do is I, I open my swap window, right? Within this window, before I run my lineups, I would upload my custom projections. And then what I would do one of two things. So one, you could just filter out these teams in your custom projection set. So usually people have like uh, players, sometimes you have a team column, sometimes you don't, and then you have the fantasy points, right? So let's say you have the team column. Just filter out the teams and then upload, and then you don't have to do anything. If you don't have a team's column, upload the data, filter by the teams who have started, and then just reset their projection. So you should be able to filter, reset, filter, reset, and then you should still have your custom projections for all the other teams. I believe that is how it should work, especially if you're filtering, okay? But if, if that's not what's happening, then you can do one of two things. So for whatever reason, if this is – Resetting everybody, you could just reset these players. Ooh, actually, you cannot reset these players. So, <laughs> okay. So let's do this. Switch to SS Live. So these are my SS Live projections. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you need to do that? I think I think what I would do, guys, is just make sure in your contest sims that these toggles are on. Because remember, it's only going to use the live sims if available. This will override anything else that you do. So if you upload custom projections, all these other teams are going to have your custom projections. But guess what? Their games haven't started, so there are no live sims. So if you just upload, it's just going to use the live sim for the game that's in progress or completed, and then just use your custom projections for everything else. So whatever is in this column for games that haven't started is what it's going to use, which are going to be your custom projections. And then for the game that's already started, it's just going to understand what happened in that SS live version, as long as these toggles are on. So that is what I would suggest here, but there are definitely ways to like only upload, you know, for certain teams or something like that, which, which would probably be an easy option. All right, T said, I am using the DFS profit plan and have $100 per slate. Why is it better to play 140 lines across the 25 set 20 max and $1 20 max, 50 cent mini max for 75% bankroll instead of maxing out the 150 lines in the 50 cent mini max for the same 75%? Um, what I would say is that I don't know if it's better to do that per se. I'm not sure if it's better. But what I do like is the payouts 
in some of those other contests, like typically the payout structure in the $1.20 max is like very, very good. It's usually like a big contest with a lot of unique entrants. And that percent of first is usually pretty high. So generally, I think that's like a good contest to play. And then I also think the number of unique entrants for the 25 cent 20 max is usually pretty high as well. So just like comparing, like getting access to those good, big payout structures and and just having the max entries is 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 a good option. Like I know we say you don't have to max out, and I I, I do truly mean that, but it doesn't hurt to do it, right? Like in in general, you know, if you if you can max, like great, awesome, you know, enter the max. But if you can't, it's okay, right? But it's okay does not mean that is the preferred option either, right? So definitely like a balance there. Uh, if this was if this was me, I would do the twenty five cent, the one dollar. And the uh, 50 cent mini max option that you suggested, even if you're putting in a partial amount, as opposed to just maxing out the 50 cent mini max. But those are my like thoughts and reasoning behind it. Demetrius said, did you do a video on your NBA lineup building process yesterday or a year ago? If so, I can't find it. Where is it? Uh, so I haven't done anything for this NBA season yet, but if you go, I did a video in January, which is technically still this year. So if you go to how to beat NBA DFS in 2022, uh, I did this one hour video with Jordan it says upgrade your NBA DFS process with this NBA research strategy. This is basically like what I do most of the time when, when I'm researching, trying to add value for a slate there. So it definitely goes into a lot of the key components of my uh, NBA process. So you can check out that video. Tim said, how would you create a rule? Okay, I did answer this one. Yes, I I did answer this one. Okay, and then it said, another rule I am trying to figure out how to build is to limit only one wide receiver tight end from the same team unless paired with a quarterback. Okay, so this one's a good one here, and this one's a little tricky, so I definitely understand. So what I would do as a group rule, I would do automatic this time, and then I would say if at least two group by team and I'm going to say wide receivers, tight end, then use at least one on the same team quarterback. So you're writing it backwards. So I'm, what I'm saying is like, hey, if I have two receivers slash tight ends from a team, that lineup must have the same team's quarterback. And this is how you would write the rule here. So just write it just like this. I'll remove this question so you could uh, see it and pause it and take a screenshot and then rewrite that for yourself. But that is how I would do that. All right, Noah said, hey, Andrew, I keep not finding the right line for cash for NBA. I've tried top ROI line, top risk-adjusted ROI line, and top Mean, Can you show what you would choose for tonight? Maybe the chalk has just crushed for me this last week, but getting frustrated. Uh, Noah, man, I think you're building your cash lineups wrong. Like, honestly, man, you know, you should not be looking for the highest ROI lineup. You should not be looking for the highest risk-adjusted ROI lineup or the top top geomean lineup what you should do is come in here switch to optimizer mode which let me just go to nba for a night so you do not want to sacrifice projected points in your cash lineups you want to build the highest 50th percentile lineups or the highest projected lineups okay so what i would do is go to tonight's slate sliding this load make my two adjustments two projections I'm going to switch build mode to optimizer mode. I'm going to build 20 lineups here. I might even increase my min salary, to be honest with you. 
And then I'm going to build my lineups. And then once these 20 lineups are built, I'm going to do one of, see, this is, this is basically why we don't really suggest like playing cash in 2023 because projections are like fairly good across the industry here. And it's very easy with all of the optimizers to build good cash lineups here. So what the builder is doing in optimizer mode is trying to pack in as many projected points as possible into your lineups and then just building them. Like we know we, when we say sim mode, how sim mode works, we don't build your best lineup first. Optimizer mode is the opposite of that. Optimizer mode builds the highest projected score lineup and then the next highest projected score and then the next highest projected score. That's why it takes longer to finish here because these are very like intensive calculations for the builder to, to do here. So it ends up taking a lot more time for these builds to finish. So I'm just going to end it here knowing that I have 15 good lineups. And then when I come in here, what I would do is change my sorting metric from Saber score to either projected score. And then I can see that it's max salary, 278.2 points. Or I would go to 50th percentile and use this instead, which is this ends up being the same lineup. There's going to be times where, you know, the 50th percentile is just slightly different, like between one or two lineups and they might flip like from your top lineup to your second lineup. But then I would just play this lineup. This would be my cash lineup for tonight. And then I would roll with that. So that is how I would play cash. All right. Steve said hockey idea. I know you have a team stack section, but we'd love to see a line stack section Example would like to pair Toronto line one with Vegas line two, which are two teams from different games. Unless you can show me how to do that now for 10% exposure in a 150 lineup build. Uh, this is a great suggestion. There's not a way to do this at the moment. Somebody brought this up recently on a show. I did log it as a feature request, but I will log it again here uh, because I do think that, you know, it is a really good value add to the app for hockey. So NHL line stack summary and then just the more people that you know say an idea is good is is easier for me to just push the team to prioritize that Noah said you just mentioned not loving cash this season so is it better to play head head to heads or gvps uh i don't i don't love cash any season and and for really any sport uh just because you saw like how kind of easy it was for me to come in here and build like a strong cash lineup so what what our dfs profit plan suggests is to stick strictly to gpps and then follow that single entry and three max getting 25 to 50% of your action. And then 20 max and 50 max getting 50 to 75% of your action. And then playing 2.5 to 5% of your bankroll on any given day here. So if you guys uh, need a refresher on the homepage, you go down to new here, start here first. And it says start winning more with our DFS profit plan. I will link that in the description here. And then I believe Jordan goes into a little bit about why we don't suggest playing cash. Uh, really, it's just like the return you get for the bankroll investment. You're tying up a lot of your bankroll for a very, very small return. And we think that you can get a much higher return in GPPs. So that's why we suggest putting your bankroll in GPPs first. All right. Tim said, the earlier question was for showdown. This one is how to ensure a QB is paired with at least one wide receiver or tight end from the same team. Do I have to manually create the rule for all 12 QBs in each of the 12 games? Um, you would have to manually create the rule. Yes. So what I would do here is go to NFL. Let's see if I have that slate. I do not. I believe it's Sunday, Indy, New, Orleans, New England. And then the earlier one was, I'm going to go back up. 
how to be able to limit only one wide receiver tight end from the same team unless paired with the quarterback. Okay, so what I would do is do a group manual rule, and I'm going to say if at least two, and then I'm going to filter by team here, and then I'm going to say wide receiver tight end. So then I'm going to pick the captains first. So, hey, if I have these captains or flexes, they're flex versions, right? So I want to know if I'm using two of these guys. Then I must use at least one. And then I'm going to say their quarterback, right? So then picking Gardner Minshew, pick Gardner Minshew. So then now I'm saying, hey, if I'm using either a captain and a flex, put the quarterback. If I'm using two flexes, you know, put the quarterback and then I give the builder the optionality of the flex versus captain. But these position filters are going to be your easiest way to navigate and to get those rules written quickly. But that didn't take more than like 10 seconds. So you just have to do that. All right. But that, is that all the questions? And then Tim said that second question is for the main site. Okay, then I would just do that the other way that we wrote it, right? And then yes, you would have to write them for all of the all of the sites. So this this first rule that we wrote that we demoed, you would have to do this for every team for the showdowns. And then the second rule, I would use the automatic version of it, and then you should be all set. But we are all caught up with questions here, everybody. So hope that late swap explanation made sense to you guys about basically what it's showing, how it's showing it. Uh, I will get that note uh, that. Uh, Noted about the scroll bar not working here, but you can just edit the columns for now. But that about does it for today's show, everybody. We'll be right back here Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, guys, take care. Good luck. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.